Tragic loss, folks. Jeff Beck, a legend. 78 years old. I guess that's a decent age to die. I mean, how old do you want to live? This is Apache. Not written by him, but uh, this is a performance of him playing it live. And then after this, after he does Apache, he does Sleepwalk. And this is in 2010. I mean, this gentleman is... What would he be? He would be 65. Just rocking this out like a champ. Pretty epic. Can't beat this, dude. I mean, he was a legend. Played with the Yardbirds. And in 66, the Yardbirds were hot stuff. They were... um. I mean, loaded with with studs, with with epic, epic musicians. I mean, I want to listen to this whole thing. I might turn it up and have a little sleepwalk for the the outro here. Thank you guys for being here. Um, like I said, Jeff Beck, tragic loss, seventy eight years young, um, bacterial meningitis was the um, the nail in the coffin for that guy. He had been through a lot. I mean, imagine uh, growing up in that era, he probably um, had some pretty wild times. I mean, a lot of people did in the mid-60s, late 60s, especially if you were a rock star, one of the best guitarists of all time. <clears throat> Which is wild because if we talk about the Yardbirds, Let's talk about who was in the Yardbirds. I mean, he was in it with Jimmy Page, the Led Zeppelin guitarist, who was, you know, he is another one of the very best guitarists ever. And then Eric Clapton, who went on to be one of the best guitarists ever. So, yeah, that was uh, one of the earlier super groups that uh, I was pretty impressed that um, those guys ended up all landed on the same band, all being so good at um the same instrument that's kind of ironic but um poetic at the same time they were able to share the stage and really um shine anyway that's a that's a little depressing and while we're being depressing let's just go ahead and let, let's keep going <laughs> uh we got uh, lisa marie presley died at the age of 54 54 years old that one was cardiac arrest now I'm not going to get into any conspiracies here I don't even know what exactly her vaccine status was but I did notice on Twitter at one point she had gone ahead and tweeted that you know that she got the vaccine and she did it for um not just herself but the people around her and for the better betterment of humanity and all that stuff and it's a very noble thought and a very noble uh, cause to do something like that but um I wonder what she would tweet now um and I wonder if she was boosted I mean it's a very controversial subject right now and it's a it's a hard thing to talk about because a lot of people are losing loved ones and um 
people that are close to them. And this reality is becoming more and more brutal, let's just say, um, as the days go on. Um, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I wish I had some good news for you guys. Like, I feel like this is starting off so depressing. I don't want it, this to be depressing. Um, so let's not, let's not get depressed here, folks. Let's, um, <laughs> let's revive this here. Uh, let's talk about Joe Biden, which is also another ridiculous subject, but, uh, let's get into it. Joe Biden is um apparently the king of document <laughs> mishandling um this dude has now i don't know I, I can't even keep up is it three is it four batches <laughs> i think the first batch i think we talked about on the first little uh podcast thing i did and then um <laughs> the second one showed up in a garage in his Wilmington house, uh, Wilmington, Pennsylvania home, um, next to his Corvette. But, um, according to Joe Biden, it's in a locked garage and his Corvette is locked and they're next to the locked Corvette. Like that has any relevance to the fact that these are files of, I mean, these are SCI files. These are sensitive carpent, carpent, Car compartmentalized excuse my language i am blah, blah, blah. uh information i mean this is i mean and literally you're supposed to vote view these documents strictly in a skiff which is uh you know a sensitive compartmentalized information facility which has you know white noise and special locks and you know complete controlled environment that way that nobody can actually get any of this um top secret information i mean i i think it might be one of the very most classified um levels of documents that you can have is an sci um i wish it wasn't so hard for me to say i guess i'm not good at speaking Cheers. That being said, uh, they're 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 there. Um, you wonder, you know, and what's weird about all this stuff is it's not just it's 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 his own team that is throwing the bus, or I guess already ran the bus over Joe Biden. He's under the bus. They're probably backing up. And then they're going to run back over him again. And that's what they're doing. I mean, I don't know if they're done with him. I don't know if he's uh, kind of run his um, his leg of this corruption that's been going through the White House. and um, Or I don't know if there's something way bigger that's inevitably going to come out. And they're trying to be like, oh, documents, get rid of them. Impeach them for the documents before you find out the rest of the insane stuff that's going on. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it, nothing is surprising now, um, but it, it, it is weird to see, you know, the whole left and the mainstream media and the White House staff and everybody just throwing him right under the bus. And, you know, he's questioned about this stuff. And I mean, it's it's unreal. The guy goes into some spiel about 
my Corvette. Yeah, it's right next to my Corvette. I mean, there's clips of him with his stupid Corvette. I mean, it's not, the Corvette's not stupid. Joe Biden's stupid. Corvette's awesome. I think it's like a 66, a 67. I mean, it's probably a dream Corvette for, for any real true Corvette enthusiast. But, um, you know, Joe Biden's an idiot. So, um, and, and, and Joe Biden is the guy who decided that he's going to, he's going to literally the whole federal car fleet has now been changed to electric. And of course he doesn't go with, with Elon Musk because, uh, you know, there, there wasn't enough corruption. The lobbies weren't, the lobbyists weren't, um, you know, far enough in his pocket, um, to make that happen. The, everything he does, you know, nothing makes sense. Um, Elon Musk is by far the best in the car game. Um, the electric car game that is, um, and all, all these other companies are just trying to catch up with him. I mean, we, I think we all know that the, the standard of the industry is what Elon Musk has already achieved, and everybody's just playing catch-up at this point. I appreciate, you know, always not always going to the, you know, you don't need to go to the big best always. You know, it's it's nice to give the little guy a chance, and uh, that's the only little facet of it I, <laughs> I appreciate, to be honest. But, um, yeah, this guy owns a Corvette, and he doesn't want, you know, him and Newsom and everybody else that's woke New World Order agenda, which Davos and the World Economic Forum is meeting right now in Switzerland. Um, and they need 5,000 people, <clears throat> 5,000 soldiers to guard Klaus Schwab and his little sick globalist minions that are planning on how they're going to make us eat bugs and uh, drive electric cars and get rid of our gas stoves and essentially uh, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Which means they'll own everything and they will be happy. But I digress. Um, <laughs> it just goes on and on. Um, I mean, maybe they're even setting who. I mean, with with how blatant all this whole document exposure is, and the amount of documents and where they're being found and everything, you wonder: Are they actually are they setting this dude up? Are they actually like trying to get rid of this guy? I mean, they. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't try to destroy America anymore. Could they try to get rid of him anymore? I don't know. I mean, seems like something that I'd, uh, it's a little fishy. It's a little weird that um, everybody just immediately just turns on Joe Biden. I mean, like, I mean, we know that the, the corruption, I mean, we have his son's laptop. We have the quid pro quo in Russia with Burisma, where he holds a billion dollars of aid so that the uh the prosecutor won't won't go after his son in the company that his son is on the board of i mean ashley biden's diary you know um where she says that she had to wait till late at night to take showers because she didn't want her dad to come in and um pretty much ruin her shower i don't know <laughs> uh what else to call it um this dude has just he's been known to be a weirdo to be a creep 
I don't understand. I mean, I do. There's a long game. This guy's a total puppet. They have so much, so much dirt on this guy. He literally had to do everything that they told him to do as the president of the United States. And, I mean, that has, in effect, um, pretty much destroyed this country. Um, so that gives you a little idea of the people that are actually behind the scenes running stuff. You know, the deep state, the um, the globalist, you know, these uh, the world elites that own the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Vanderbilts. I mean, I can go way down a rabbit hole that you <laughs> will probably never get out of if I go. But um, let's let's uh let's go on to something else because I just don't understand exactly what's going on over there. I uh, he's under the bus. I mean, the Bidens at this point are are clearly even more corrupt than the Clintons. I didn't even think that was possible. This lady Hillary freaking smashes her uh, data and her her phones with with hammers. <laughs> I mean, I haven't I haven't heard or I mean. That's got to be one of the most um, blatantly corrupt destruction of evidences I've ever heard of um, for Secretary of State. An elected official, somebody who had access to sensitive and classified documents. Just unreal. But... um. There has been a little bit of pushback, and I think that the dam is breaking on this corruption coming from the left. And I'm I'm happy to see that because it's been a long time coming, and they've been getting away with literally everything for a long time. I mean, the only reason I'm even into politics remotely is because it, it's been just a complete takeover for so many years. I mean, decades now. So, um it's it's nice um it's nice to see a little bit of pushback you know it's nobody's watching mainstream media especially the the left um maybe some people still watching a little fox news or something like that but it's just funny how cnn's ratings are just i mean they're complete trash which is great i mean i'd love to see it <laughs> they can just they can just go away um, CNN plus was a thing for, I think like less than one month, I think in less than one month, CNN plus their whole streaming service was completely just aborted. I mean, they, uh, that's a bad word. Um, they abandoned their whole idea and the whole platform and everything just because everybody just was like, Oh yeah, that's what we need. CNN plus napes. And then they didn't nobody, nobody. I mean, I think there was like a hundred thousand uh, subscriptions or something stupid. Um, so that just shows. I mean, people aren't as stupid as the mainstream media would love them to be. I mean, they'd love to be able to just tell them whatever they want and uh, and and they just believe it and run with the narrative. Uh, I'm pissing on your leg. It's not raining. I mean, it is raining. I mean, it is not raining. Mask, no mask. Uh, it, uh, 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 boosters and uh, no boosters it's so stupid i mean it's a clown show it's a circus and uh whatever the mainstream media says nobody takes seriously and then they lose all credibility and and here we are um i feel like i'm doing news now 
because nobody else <laughs> is being honest. And I want to talk about things that are like are like going to like uh, matter a little bit, you know, instead of like, oh, there's a cat in a tree. Look at this. Look at this funny video. And, you know, it's I, I love being entertained, too. I mean, I love a little uh, some good comedy. I love some um, some good humor. Um, and I, I, I like being lighthearted most of the time. But I, I didn't really come on here to be super lighthearted about things. I kind of I'm on here to gripe and complain about <laughs> everything that I think is just ridiculous in the world right now. Um, getting back to uh, electric cars. Let's talk about cobalt mining. Uh, I think a lot of people saw that Joe Rogan um, podcast about um, cobalt mining and the conditions that are that are going on in the Congo and um, it is like inhumane type of stuff. I mean, I know that humans and people have been doing this for centuries where, you know, you're down, you're in the nitty gritty, you have a hammer and you got your hands and you're, you're going to work. I mean, you're going for diamonds, you're going for gold, you're going for, I mean, God knows, humans have literally looked through dirt for everything and busted through rock for everything through history. Um, but, you know, the the picture that's being painted by these, these companies, and, and Cobalt, let me tell you what Cobalt is um, before I get into that. Cobalt is, it is, you know... It's a material, it's a precious, what do you call it, stupid, I think it's a mineral, it's, it's, a, it's a precious metal, thank you, I believe. I don't know it, even exactly what it is, I'm going to be honest, but this stuff is, it's essential to make uh, lithium batteries with, so... The, uh, the, the, the phone in your hand and possibly whatever you're watching me on, um, a tablet, um, what I'm recording this thing on, I mean, there's probably like uh, three or four lithium batteries just in my like immediate area. I got a really killer flashlight over there. I mean, anything that has these lithium batteries, which is the, it's the best that we have. It's the best technology that we have. That's, you know, that's what they say is, is available. Um, but this stuff, you know, and they need it for obviously electric cars. I mean, any rechargeable, any large battery, large cell battery, um, needs this cobalt in order to stabilize and allow for, you know, a, a, a bigger, a, better charge like um allows these batteries not to blow up when you when you're trying to really really stack them with some charge and so um yeah you, they need this stuff and all this stuff i mean there's literally like 80 80 almost 90 percent of this cobalt is all in a small area in the congo and these people are you know they're poor Obviously, um, they're working for a dollar a day, and that's all right. Um, 
you need to go watch that Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, not right before or after this because I, I'll look even more like trash. But that's all right. I'm used to it. Um, and I, I appreciate that. <laughs> he, he, the guy's awesome. Um, he is literally, I, I watch the dude, um, I wouldn't say religiously, but I, there's always one podcast a month or something that he puts out that I have to watch because it's so interesting. And somebody reaches out to me saying, here, you need to watch this podcast, you know? Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I, I don't even want to start naming podcasts because, I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, if I were to start, you know, going down the rabbit hole of that, of that. Um, but yeah, if anything, maybe watch the cobalt mining one. I don't even know the guy's name. I didn't do enough uh, research or I didn't really pay attention. But, you know, we're, we're working on things over here. <laughs> this is, uh, as you see, I have upgraded the background. I have ironed my flag and um, yeah, we're doing this. Uh, and I, I forgot to mention earlier and I will just, uh, I'm sure it'll be uploaded the same day. I don't, I don't um, have the ability to even edit my videos that I know of, <laughs> but uh, that's what, that's, that's part of the beauty. Um so, yes, I will probably upload it this day, but it is actually Friday the 13th. So, happy Friday the 13th. Um, I avoided um, doing anything too dangerous, even though I went up on the roof. Uh, don't ask me why. But, yeah, um, let's let's keep it moving. Um, we had some weird stuff with uh, these uh, flights being canceled uh, here and everybody was kind of wondering why, you know, and we got Pete Buttigieg, you know, he is probably the best, you know, transportation official that we've ever had. I mean, this guy is a total stud. Um, I can't say enough about this dude. I mean, he, <laughs> this dude, it was on paternity leave and I mean, he's gay, which is all right. He, you know, you could be gay, whatever. Um. But his husband and him adopt a baby or I don't know how the heck they had a baby or I'm a little weird about giving. Well, I'm not. Even, no, I'm not going to go down there. Um, but they got a baby. So uh, I don't know. They must have been breastfeeding, trading off breastfeeding the baby um, during his during his paternity leave. Um, I understand babies need a lot of uh, attention when they're uh, newborn. And, you know, that is a real thing for, for real people. Um, but Pete Buttigieg is just, he sucks at everything. So I imagine he sucks at being a parent too. And I doubt he's actually doing anything um, helpful on his, I think they were just on vacation. Like, oh, we got a baby. Let's go on vacation and go prance around with it. Sweet. <sighs> yeah. So between him and Biden, oh, the documents in my Corvette in my lock garage. My garage is locked. But by the way, um, it's funny because if you go look at Hunter Biden's ID, like the one that's like right now um, was issued in 2018 and it's still valid, I believe. Um, you look at at the address 
And it's the same address that the freaking documents have been at. So anybody with a freaking crack rock or any hooker that knows that dude could just get up in there and probably go through some classified documents. How did they get there? I don't even know why I'm back on this crap again, but it's like, dude, uh, it's so ridiculous. Um, uh, we're going to drop it. And I know how they got there. I believe they got there not because he was just, he's like smart or sneaky or anything. Obviously, he's got to be in a freaking box sitting out in the open in his garage. Um, but it's locked. So don't worry. And uh, I believe they were, I think he was writing a book. And I think he was using some of the classified documents to as a reference to for writing the book. So it is what it is. I mean, the the guy's an idiot. Um, either way, and so that that is you know between that and him mentioning, uh, we're gonna ban gas stoves, bro. First, it's like gas lawnmowers, gas weed whackers in California. It's going to be like cars in California, I think 2030 or something like that. It's supposed to no more uh, production of or sales of of gasoline cars in uh, California. And then they don't even have the grid to support. I mean, I think we all know this already. There's There's no grid to support everybody having an electric car. They're already shutting down and making energy scarce, and the energy uh, cost has gone skyrocketed. It's just, it's a never-ending, it's just watching just the worst, it's like you could not have worse people in charge. It's like, a, it's almost like we're in idiocracy. Great movie. Um, but President Camacho was way cooler I mean, that dude was awesome. Terry Crews is hilarious. He's kind of a sellout. I saw him on some stupid show, some, um, like, talent show or whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Um, but anyway, I, I saw him the other night, and he was just, oh, gosh. It looked, I mean, I don't know how he agreed to that gig. I mean, it is just so <laughs> embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, I'm jumping around. Okay. FAA. All flights are grounded from the for the first time since 9/11. And apparently there's some some uh some cyber attack where the you know the file there's file corruption or something like that. I have some you know, it's just there's like there's a system called NOTAM, N O T A M and it's a system and you know they have a backup and somebody hacked into this thing and um corrupted some files and so to the point where they they literally had to ground everybody because they had no way of controlling air traffic and then you got you know i, I was telling i was talking about Klaus Schwab earlier that dude you should see on the Stu Peters network you go on, I'm trying to think of just, I think it might be just stupeters.com or something like that. But um, go on there. It, it like shows, you know, Klaus Schwab warming. A cyber attack would be, you know, COVID crisis would look like nothing compared to a cyber attack. A cyber attack will absolutely 
a stop society dead in its tracks and everybody will starve and everybody will die. It's like, dude, this guy could not be a bigger supervillain if he tried. The guy looks, sounds, acts. He can't do anything more supervillainy than he's doing. Um, and I mean, <laughs> you got to give him credit for being so just brash and just, uh, uh, he's not even hiding it. He knows he's like Dr. Evil and he's like, ha ha ha, this is what we're going to hit you with next and you will perish because we have control of the uh, power grid because we cyber attack you. I don't know how he went Russian, but um, the dude, he's like Hungarian or something. Or is that George Soros? I mean, this guy's German or something. I don't know. These guys are all from the same area. They're a bunch of creeps, dude. I don't know what's wrong with these people. They want to destroy humanity. Like, what? why wouldn't you want to, like, cure cancer or something like that, bro? Like, use your your all that effort and all that energy and all that, you know, excitement uh, in destroying humanity. And why don't you try saving it, dude? And, and and you know that you're being uh you know that nobody likes you. You you have five thousand soldiers protecting you and your little minions right now. Because you know that nobody likes you, bro, and if they had a chance they'd probably just kill you. But um yeah, that's just uh it is what it is. So Cybertech. Um don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> it's probably on the way. And um, you know, Get yourself some solar panels and uh, prepare not to watch any TV for a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, um, on, a, on a lighter note, let's talk about uh, I was watching. Um, I don't know what I was flipping through, but uh, I saw that Bill Maher had a Kid Rock on his podcast. And, you know, it's not like this podcast. It's not like legit, but um you know, he's got a podcast too, Bill Maher. And and it's funny the way Bill Maher, he tries to play both sides, you know. He tries to remain relevant just by not completely cucking to the narrative. Like so many other people do. And it's really sad. It's like you see some of these people that you really loved growing up. And they are total sellouts now. And anyway, Kid Rock was on there. was And... Bill Maher makes some comment like, hey, you know, I, I like you, Kid Rock. You're cool, but um, I don't understand why you like Trump because, you know, he's just such a whiny little bitch. You know, Trump is such a whiny little bitch. And, you know, I can't believe somebody like you, you're a real man and you you like Trump. And um, he's just such a whiny little bitch. And it's funny because Kid Rock comes immediately right back at him. Didn't even like skip a beat and just goes, you know, that's the same thing I think of when I watch you calling him a whiny little bitch. What a whiny little bitch. So he pretty much and then Bill Maher just burst into laughter because he hit him so hard and so so fast with calling Bill Maher a little bitch right after he just called, <laughs> I mean, Trump a little bitch and kind of questioning who Kid Rock was for even liking Trump, you know. 
but uh it's 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 awesome to see him just you know shots fired just and blowing Bill Maher just nearly out of his seat with just like a just such a fast little uh just calling him a little bitch pretty much like it's one thing when you're referring to a friend of a friend uh but it's it's another thing when you just directly call someone you know when I'm watching you complain about someone being a little bitch all I can think about is how much of a little bitch you are you know that's funny um and it cracked me up uh so yeah I I think you know and like I said I think I think people like Kid Rock are they have been so steadfast and they they have never they have never turned on Trump and it's hard not to you know Trump and we can talk a lot about Trump and I don't know. I think I might save it for a next show because you know, there's there, I have a lot of gripes about, about Trump. I mean, he's, he's let us down quite a bit. I mean, but also I'm very disappointed in his base for kind of like deserting him so quick and so easily. I mean, he's been there for these people. He's literally, he's taken just the onslaught of just constant attacks. I mean, from every direction, it's just one after another. You just never know what's coming next. And I mean, Trump is just literally just sitting there, just taking all the blows, pushing forward, trying to do the best thing for this country. And it's and he still is. I mean, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about Trump right now because, um, you know, with Kevin McCarthy with Kevin McCarthy now as the Speaker of the House. And, you know, Trump being instrumental in getting the 20, the Freedom Caucus, to, to actually go along and vote for McCarthy. I mean, I was, I was, I was happy to see that, you know, that I, I think that all the concessions, all the, the special concessions that were being uh, requested by Matt Gates and the Freedom Caucus were being finally agreed to by McCarthy and I believe ultimately Trump because Trump was making the the calls here you know he was he was calling some shots in the background and he was the one who ultimately got Gates to flip and he was ultimately the one who got McCarthy the votes because you know he's in close he's in close touch with McCarthy and I mean you can tell I mean just by that that alone is proof that they are you know, in cahoots. And, um, like I said, even though I have my, my, my reservations about Trump and I don't agree with everything that's gone on with him and, and what went on, uh, during his presidency. Um, I, I think that ultimately maybe he does have a big plan and maybe there is, you know, a grander thing that needs to be focused on other than fighting for the speakership. As long as McCarthy, I mean, this is like, you know, you got to pick your battle sort of thing. As long as as long as you get what you want and you gain the leverage that you need to 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 get, you know, the special the special counsels appointed um which there is going to be officially a special counsel just to investigate Biden. Um family corruption, the documents, everything. And that was announced like today. So <laughs> Biden is hot water. I mean, that dude has got away with everything. I hope they can actually stick him to the wall with something finally. And, I mean, I don't know where that's going to leave us 
if they impeach him, then then you know we got cackling Kamala Harris, which is oh gosh, what a dreadful individual. Jeez, ugh, my skin crawls, dude. Just thinking about that lady, she is a terrible person. And if you uh, if you're ever questioning anything about geography, you can watch uh, her interview from today, Friday the third. 13th or the 12th of January 2023 and uh she will explain how um what's in the western hemisphere so um yeah <sighs> lots of lots of good stuff there you might want to get a notepad and make sure that you're you're getting all all the facts um when you when you watch that but Kevin McCarthy is you know he's actually going to consider expunging Trump's uh, impeachment or impeachments. I don't even know how many times they, <laughs> they went after him. I think they impeached him maybe twice or something. I don't know, but, um, it was all just a big old joke. And I think even those have been proven to be, um, fa fake lies, you know, <clears throat> um, don't quote me on that, but, uh, I know there was a quid pro quo, that you know was supposedly done with a Zelensky, and that's how they got him actually impe impeached. I know for a fact the one time. So Zelensky is never involved in any corruption or anything like that. So I mean, otherwise I might think it, it, it would be fishy. You know, if if Trump got impeached one time and and the only way it was impeached was uh at, at the word of Zelensky, because Zelensky, you know, a hundred billion. Zelensky, that guy's balling. Why would he need to lie? Must be a hell of a businessman. I don't know how you get a hundred billion dollars off the the government, and they and then they don't even uh, ask you where it went. Did it go to FXT? Did it go to Bankman Freud? Did it go back to the Democrat Party? Where did all that money go? Where'd your hundred billion dollars of tax money go that they sent to Zelensky? The most reputable, most believable witness in the history of impeachments. But yeah, so we're going to get um, possibly some, uh, maybe some movement on that. You know, not that it even matters, just kind of hearsay or, you know, it's water under the bridge at this point. Who cares if he was ever impeached? But, um... Yeah, they're going to release all the January 6th footage. This is another thing that's coming from McCarthy. Uh, another thing coming from McCarthy is the VAX mandate for the army, for the military, has dropped. That's huge. These are This is big stuff. I mean, so obviously, I mean, you know, McCarthy is as, as much of an establishment twerp as he is. You know, he he is beholden to now the Freedom Caucus. And, you know, it takes one person. The only thing that they amended, the only thing they changed in, in the in all the paperwork before they, they made him the uh, speaker was that only one person could could challenge his speakership if he was out of line or something. And that was something that was changed by Nancy Pelosi. And anything that Nancy Pelosi changed is definitely or, you know, reverse anything she did, essentially. I mean. That lady is so corrupt. Her <laughs> talk about business people, man, she is the stock trader. 
If you just watch what Nancy Pelosi did and you had like, I don't know, like, let's say you got 10 bucks. You had $10 and you watched what Nancy Pelosi did with her stocks. I bet within one year you would be a millionaire because that lady is a genius. And she is so far ahead of the market. It's weird. It's almost like she's like creating the market and then like, I don't know, like investing in it before the market's even knowing what's going on. But um, again, I don't know. I mean, what what do I know? I don't know anything. But yeah, we so we got that. <clears throat> we got a we got McCarthy and the Freedom Caucus um demanding that the eighty seven thousand new a IRS agents that are supposed to be out attacking the middle class, pretty much trolling the American public to uh to pay for their Build Back Better Green New Deal bullcrap. So yeah, they, I mean. 87,000 new Sheriff of Nottingham's in town walking around uh, trying to make sure that they squeeze you for every dime as a taxpayer, you know. You, you make more than like a you know $200 transaction on any of these uh, payment processing, you know, apps now and, and, and they're on you. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, I mean, I'm glad to see that at least you know that they're they're making you know uh, efforts to to combat just the absolute insanity that's been going on as as Nancy Pelosi uh, as House Speaker and Biden as President in general. I mean, they literally they've had carte blanche because they cheated, quite frankly. That's some other stuff that's going to come out. I mean, just wait. You know, it's going to come. But, yeah. Um, and then another thing, uh, the, uh, the, the vaccine for kids, the booster. Apparently, the FDA, was well, he's an advisor for the FDA. Dr. Paul Offit is saying no boosters for the kids this round. So you got kids. I mean, I'm praying that you didn't boost them or didn't give them anything to begin with. But definitely don't give them. Definitely don't give them this new booster. I mean, he obviously knows something that we don't know, you know. And, you know, it's surprising because I feel like they're really just they're going after the kids. And I I, I, I say that often because, I mean, they're they're suggesting now that kids, uh, you know, at 12 can start taking drugs to help them with their weight loss. And at 13 should be able to get weight loss surgery. 12 to 13, man, what a spread, man. You got to wait a whole year to get surgery instead of just taking drugs. Um, What? Why? How about... You put down the fork, you fat little bastards, and uh, stop freaking playing video games all day. I mean, it's the parents' fault, ultimately. I mean, these kids are raised by tablets, and they just eat junk food and processed crap all freaking day long. I mean, I, 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 I was so annoyed when I was growing up, and I couldn't have all the wonderful sugary snacks that my friends had. 
And now, now looking back, I mean, that's the, probably the only reason that I, you know, am not a complete turd of a human is because my parents actually took care of me, made me go out, made me be active, made me stay in shape, made me eat healthy, made me not, uh, didn't let me sit there and play video games. I mean, didn't let me dive into junk food. I mean, and like I said at the time, I wasn't very happy about it, but does any kid want to be told what to do? I mean, you can't, the whole point of being a parent is to make sure that the kids are doing the stuff that they don't want to do that they should be doing. It's like, oh, I want to be friends with my kid. Oh, like I was raised on Twinkies and, and you know, Mario Mario Kart. So my kid gets Twinkies and Mario Kart. Well, nah, bro. Okay. No. Be better, dude. Okay. Don't, don't allow your kids and don't, don't drop the ball when it comes to these kids' health when they're young because they don't get these years back. This is very important that you guys take care of your kids. Pisses me off when parents don't. It really does. But uh, ugh, I don't even want to get into that. It pisses me right off. But, yeah, so last thing I want to talk about here, and uh, I guess I kind of went a little bit longer than I thought I'd be able to go even though I'm having little uh, – I'm having issues. <laughs> um, but this Keenan Anderson, uh, he is the nephew, I believe, of one of the co-founders of BLM. And he recently, um, he got tased and he died. I think it was yesterday he he died. And this dude, I watched the video before I jumped on here and... Um, it's a pretty upsetting video. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, it's 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 weird, it's intense, it's sad, um, it's a lot of things. But um, let me tell you what I saw. I saw um, I saw Keenan, this dude. You know, he's you know he's wandering around in the middle of a street, you know, in the intersection, like you know, busy intersection. There's cars around everywhere, and this dude is, you know, wandering in the middle of the street. He's walking up to cars and, like, just doing all kinds of erratic stuff in the middle of the street. Well, the, the cop is on a, 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 a motorcycle. He goes up and approaches the guy, and, and you know, Keenan immediately is like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't mean to do anything. You know, something happened to my car. They're trying to they're trying to hurt me. They're, you know, they're after me, this and that. You know, he's saying a bunch of, like, just kind of erratic stuff. And the cops being real chill, just kind of, all right, dude, just calm down. Just calm down. Just I, want, I need you to be right here. I need you to calm down. Just stay where you're at. And, and you know, the guy can't stop moving. Keenan can't stop moving. The cop is like, all right, dude, I need you to, like, sit down, relax, stay where you're at. And he's like, oh, I want to be seen, you know. Um, and then, like, they're after me. You know, they're just this guy is totally paranoid. You could tell. I mean, the guy, he seemed, I mean, to me, I would bet all $20 that I have in my name to, um, that <laughs> the dude is on drugs. I mean, the guy seems like he's, he's like overdosing on drugs or he's having some sort of, um, you know, uh, a crisis, you know, I don't know what else to call it. The guy is like, you know, he's panicking and I mean, heaven forbid. I mean, I understand that the dude probably, genuinely is scared of, of cops because the narrative 
pushed by BLM and what the, what the narrative has been on the news. And you listen to LeBron James, you listen to all these idiots and, you know, interaction with cops is automatic, just a death sentence, you know. But it's there's another thing that's worth watching is that video. Um, and, you know, they're telling him multiple times. And then the guy, you know, Keenan can't stop. And then the, the cop is pretty much letting him do whatever he wants just as long as he's, like, not running away. And then eventually Keenan just runs away. You know, the cop doesn't even put a hands on him once. And, and Keenan runs away. And then the cop goes after him on his bike. And... At that point, there's other other cops there, and he's, you know, at this point, he's in the middle of the street again, and he's, you know, endangering other drivers and other other people, other citizens. So they're just like, you know, get down. That's it. You know, we're putting you in cuffs. And what had happened was, you know, from what the bystander said was, um, and there was a guy that was there that was an Uber driver, and he had said in another video that was taken during the whole incident that, um, yeah, he was driving that BMW. And I guess what happened is Keenan had was driving this BMW. He ran into another vehicle and went after he ran into the vehicle, he got out of his car and, and, and started acting crazy. And even the Uber driver said the guy, he tried to take my car. He tried to, he tried to steal my car. You know, and um, and even the guy said, no, you know, because there was a bunch of cops like taking him down at the time of the video when the guy was recording it and, and saying how the Keenan tried to steal his car and he's an Uber driver. They go, yeah, um, you know, don't it's not the cops. It's it's him. You know, he keeps running away from the cops like they can't get him to just stop running. And so, you know, three, four cops are on top of this dude. And, you know, the first cop, and this is the problem that I have, is, you know, they were tasing him, I think, a little more than they needed to be tasing him. It's not, it's not, I don't know, it's it's hard to justify how much they actually tased him when he was already on the ground. And, I mean, trust me, he was not complying by any means. And he seemed like okay after they were tasing him. He seemed like tasing him wasn't really doing a ton to him. But it also was, you know, having an effect on him. And the last time they tased him, he was just kind of like, ah, you know. You could tell that the last one zapped him pretty good. But, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this is going to be a big one. And, you know, BLM has completely discredited itself you know across across the board um nobody <laughs> i mean i think they might even be less listed as like a terrorist organization or something now on the federal database or something but um yeah patrice colors um the co-founder of blm is this this dude's aunt and she is she's a crazy piece of work she you know took all the money that they gave to george floyd and all these other victims of, you know, racist ra racism. Um, and, uh, she just bought herself a bunch of really nice mansions and property. And I guess her nephew, a BMW, but, um, 
yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to learn that the guy died of an overdose. Uh, he seemed like he was completely out of his mind on drugs, but it's it's a it's it's just a sad thing, you know, that um every 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 instant every instance that that's uh going on right now with uh stuff like that has to be scrutinized to this degree because you know it it, it shouldn't be like that it's it's kind of a bummer but i i think i think it is it is what it is and um yeah i thank you guys for being here Trying to get that uh, music outroed, but I think I'm disconnected from my music hookup. So this one was a rough one, but uh, it's it's another one in the books. Uh, Friday the 13th. I didn't expect it to go well anyway. <laughs> God bless you all. Thanks for being here. Take care. Love everybody. Bye.